Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. And welcome to Progress Report, updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. This is our second show this week, Gleneva, my co-host, Gleneva <laughs> Hodge. Um, and we had a really great first show with Definitely. the Honorable Premier. A lot of information, a lot to chew on. And we are still in the Ministry of Finance. We are with the Ministerial Assistant in the Ministry of Finance, Mr. Courtney Martin. How are you today, sir? I'm fine, sir. All right, it's a pleasure to have you here. So, we had a really great conversation with the Premier about finance, about GST, and it's actually fitting that you would be our next guest on this show. Because, for me, um, a lot of people don't realize that finance is the engine. Much of what you see going on with the development in Anguilla and everything else I mean, the Bible says money answered all things, if you're being honest, right? But <laughs> it's that engine for everything else. I heard the Premier said in a press conference, you know, that you're the man that makes sure the zeros add up. You know, you're that. <laughs> <laughs> you're the man that makes sure, like, okay, what case we're presenting, our, our figures, with, along with the team, of course, our figures in our budget, in our projections with the team there in finance from Miss Harden Hodge, P.S. Kathleen Rogers, come down to Miss Mead and all those things, how budgets work and everything works. Finance is very important. But because it's not something that you see as tangible as a school, a building, a road or whatever, we tend to forget where it comes from. That's very true. But <laughs> it all adds up. So... We're going to just get into a little bit about the finance and what you do as Ministerial Assistant in Finance and some really exciting things that have been happening in finance. Like, for instance, I mean, we'll get to this, but truth be told, we had communication about the highest accommodation tax being yeah, recorded. Look, yeah, look, for, look forward to hearing like, a little bit more about, a, a, little bit, a, a little bit more of that. The dollars and the cents. We're going to make some sense. We're going to make some sense of the dollars today. Okay. So, let's let's just begin a bit, Courtney. Um, tell us what it's been like, Ministerial Assistant in the Ministry of Finance. Just give us a little insight on what that's like for you. Okay, first I'm going to say thank you much for having on the show. All right, it's our pleasure. Um, yes. Being the Ministry of Finance is totally turn around from what I've been doing previously in banking and finance. Okay. So you get to meet investors. Uh-huh. You get to sit around the table and discuss MOUs. Uh, you get to look at the budget and have an input. You can just, when I say input, you have a say in cabinet and it goes around right. that way. So basically anything you do finance that passes through finance, you know, more or less some of the times, and most of the times, that will call me in for a discussion on it. Okay. So, you know, that's basically what goes on. So I, I would imagine that because finance spreads across every department, every ministry in government, ministry. you're not just there uh, all the time. So there are other ministries that you probably would have to attend meetings for and that type of thing. Well, not really. The only time I attend other meetings in ministries is at a minister's request. Okay. And so sometimes if, if um, 
Mr. Hodge, Kenneth Hodge is going out to a, a project. Mm -hmm. And if he wants my assistant, he'll call me and ask okay. me to accompany him, that kind of way. Okay. So most of the time. So you've been you've been moving around in the different ministries yes. at the minister's request. So right. have you been gaining some experience oh, lots, um, across across government lots, systems? Lots of experience across government systems. Okay. Um, you get to see how the money is spent. That's the important thing. Spent. And then you get to know that all ministries don't generate funds. No, they don't. No. So you know, and, and and that's important to see yeah. how the money is spent, and we can jump right into it with that one. You know, you spoke Ivan about the conversation that we had with the premier, and one of the things that came out, and I know, right after that conversation, Ivan had been speaking yes. about it for yeah. some time. <laughs> you yeah, know, I can't, we, we, I can't we, get we, over it. we were driving, and Ivan was still speaking about it. So let me let me tell him. So do you know? <laughs> do you know? Like in all honesty, the country was just about half a billion dollars in debt. Like, that's where you were. Mm -hmm. 439, 497. 496 million dollars. 496. Like, 12,000 people was 496 million dollars in debt. In debt. Yeah. And that's where the conversation came about, about GST, about paying our way. And, like, Glenevers says, like, we got to make sense of the dollars and cents now. Right. So. So tell us. We know in June 2020. In June 2020, on the 30th, first day in office, you like you said, a half a billion dollars in debt. Where are we now? Um, we are now down to 442 million. Okay, so within so, within two years, we've we've reduced our debt by about 50, about 50 million. 50 million dollars. And that's about about 20 months. Okay. Right. And that's that's going in the right direction. In the right direction. So so it's it's fair enough to say that a number of the measures that we have put in place uh, during COVID and otherwise to open back up the country, country. Right. to market during the time when people were probably saying that it didn't make sense, those mm -hmm. things are going because our our main economic driver, which is tourism, has been doing well. Accommodation tax, we're gonna to touch on that again. Yeah. The highest it's <laughs> been ever recorded. Right? Yeah, we we're gonna so, so if if we, if we talk about accommodation tax, mm -hmm. jump right into it. So in January of twenty twenty, mm -hmm. now we received the accommodation tax in January from December. Okay. So in January of twenty twenty we have made around six point nine million accommodation tax. Okay. Now bear in mind that in March, February, March of twenty twenty country shut down. Right. So we have no tourists coming in. Right. I think around July, August, we started soft opening with protocols. Right. So we had few tourists trickling in and out. Right. So the following period of 2021, we made 1.4 million. So you see, even though we had a protocols in place, mm -hmm. we had a smaller number of tourists coming through from, say, September down to December, we made 1.4 million. We did have some economic We did some economic activity. People went back to work, a little right. here and there, right. poor mm -hmm. with using masks and taking your tests. Mm -hmm. In 2020, January, we doubled, almost doubled that figure. We make 8.4 million. 2020? 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, sorry. Okay. Okay. 2020, so we're with the country being closed, to open the country and have more tourists coming in. And this, this would have attributed to American airlines coming direct flights. Right. More tourists coming to the island. Right. More weddings. Right. Groups. Groups. Yeah, everything. Everything. So this is where this is where the country grew from. Okay. From being closed in 2021 to 2022, making 8.4 million dollars. 
That's 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 great. Um, wow. The numbers the numbers sound excellent. Wow. But I do have to just go back just a little bit, Courtney, and just ask. You know, we're now our national debt. Have you stated it's now down fifty million? We've made payments of about fifty million dollars. Right. Um, are we able to service this debt? We are seeing that we're getting good numbers in accommodation tax. Are we able to service this debt on our own? Have we been paying our own way um, on those payments? And also tell us a little bit about how we got to that $496 million. What made up the bulk of that debt? And then are we able to pay our way? The bulk of that debt will have come from the bank resolution. Oh. And then there will be an additional 50 plus million to pump the bank up. Right. Okay. Um, are we able to service our debt at this time? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. And that is good. If things keep going as they're going with the tourism numbers, which is our main industry, mm-hmm. we will be able to service this for a long time to come. Okay. With the influx of tourists, American Airlines, and possibly if we get another international airline, yeah. we will definitely sit in a good place to make sure to take care of our debts. Okay, that, that, that's excellent. I, I, I leaned over to my, um, my computer here because I wanted to to bring up something you were talking about the numbers and something that's significant for me and um, I got these numbers from finance so I know you would have them too is that for quarter one we budgeted um, collection of accommodation tax of 7 million 7.6 million 7.6 million and the actual was 18 million 18.7 18.7 million so we have more than doubled what kudos to those in the industry kudos to the ministry of finance the team there because you still have to collect this i mean it's a little different than um what's the other tax it's not accommodation tax it's property tax Mm -hmm. because property tax would require a little bit more policing to collect and there are systems in place to collect the accommodation tax but kudos because the thing about tax what people don't realize it has to be collected and and so that's that's a really good um, segue into where we go next. We collected you said eighteen eighteen point seven eighteen point seven million, and that is more than double what was projected. Does that amount um, reflect current outstand uh, current amounts, or was Did that arrears? What exactly does that amount represent? Well, this is current and some arrears, because we're speaking about overall collection right, mm-hmm. for the first mm-hmm. quarter. Now, we, we must say that when, when the government collects on taxes and revenues, it gives them the opportunity to pay off debt, right. mm-hmm. um, pay more money to the social services, right. um, be able to assist more people with the medical, uh, elderly with the medical. Right. But mm-hmm. one of the things that it did this period mm-hmm. is that it paid 50% of the deferred salaries to all civil servants. Now, different styles I think could have been owed to staff probably over a decade. Yeah, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, deferred salaries made a part of the austerity measures for years now that have been mm-hmm. in place. Um, so we can kind of would have seen some savings or some alleviation right. to balance our budgets and the like. Um, but deferred doesn't mean that it wasn't going to be paid. So it had to be paid. Right. And if I, if I, if I may... A lot of what we saw in the community, even over the, the Christmas even in recently, you see people making some improvements to their homes. You see people would have been paying off certain debt in certain areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the economic activity that you've seen in the country is because that 
Right. That cash was able to circulate. I tell people often, on the most basic level, an economy is just the movement of cash. Yeah. On the most basic level. And yeah. if it's not moving, you then can't do anything. You can't well, do anything. One of the other things that government was able to do, um, we paid um, the, the, the staff of the former MBA some of their pension. All right. right. They received that. We paid the former staff of CCB some of the pension. They're in the process now of the final process of payment. Oh, wow. No. So there's money flowing. Right. right. And I did say some because, you know, as properties are sold, the inherited moment we paid off the pension. So where they haven't received all that pension? They receive some. They receive some. And that's a good place to start. It yeah. is. And, and I know for time, there are persons within the community who lamented on not being able to have that pension and thinking that that pension money was lost. So right. for them to be able to get that, that's, that's a good thing. And one of the things that I think we really want to bring out here is that when you receive taxes, we, it is about improving the livelihoods of right. persons within the community. Because I know a lot of times um, persons are concerned that government is getting all of this money. What are they doing with this money? You're taxing us. We're yeah. getting all of these taxes. But what is happening? And so it's really good to hear that this money is going back into the community. It's going back into persons. Mm-hmm. Persons can as you say, do renovations to their homes mm-hmm. and whatever it is, whether it is even to be a buffer right. for the high inflation cost that we are seeing now. Yes, which you we know, have no control over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 good for persons to understand how their taxes work. And I think for a long time, persons may not understand how taxes work yeah. for them. So yeah. truth, truth be told, and I've, I've heard this, um, with a little sidebar talk and, and stuff like, Government is gonna tax people to pay salaries. No, the government don't tax people to pay salaries because I know for a fact, you know that some people in the community can't help themselves. I I, I don't know if it was this morning, um, but I shared um, a, a recording from Ninja Man. You know, a music person. This is the little cyber, and he. Um, I remember when he he went through the phase of Brother Desmond, and he he told the. The, the, the interviewee, I know the interviewer that, you know, they got the scripture wrong. It's not God help those who can't help themselves. It's God help those who help those who can't help themselves, you know. And government has to help those who can't help themselves. So the money goes into funding social projects. Like, people, people get injured and they have to be flown out. The premier spoke about that in terms of, you know, where we are in terms of the budget and right. just within the first quarter exceeding that yeah. overseas right. yeah. medical. That and is so true. Those and, that's, are, and that's probably year over year because I think we had the same issue last year. So it's probably year over year when you bust that budget. And, and, and that's, that's important because you, you would then again need to be generating revenue and income to prop up these areas of our community that needs the assistance. Yeah. You know? So how, how Courtney, tell us, how, how does the rest of the year, given... The first quarter, we've seen the um, collections exceed projections. Do we anticipate that that will continue throughout the rest of the year? Are we looking at slowing down just a little bit? I think you'll see throughout the rest of the year. Um, we have a couple of hotels. If you look at the tourism sector, it's going longer than usual. Right. Mm-hmm. It's more at the, the upper end percentage and the lower end at this time of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. I think... In previous years, at this time, we're kind of tapering down to close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's at a, a plateau level of 80% above, so running through. So it, it's a good place to be, a good space to be. 
um, the more choice on the island, the more revenues it generate. Right. One of the key things, though, is that um, going back a little, when we spoke about inflation before, mm -hmm. we in Angola don't control inflation. It's true. It comes from the, 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 the overseas purchases, shipping transportation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the cost is going up, and then inflation is also driven by what's happening globally. Right. And there's yeah. a war in Ukraine. Of right. course. So prices is way up there. Yeah. And the question always posed to me when I walk on the street that with inflation, and with the cost of GST, it's going to kill the country. People have to understand that when the, the shopkeeper mm -hmm. or the entrepreneur pays the money up front for GST, mm -hmm. they get it back in the end. So it's like a wash. So it doesn't kill the product. Mm -hmm. It doesn't kill the shopkeeper. Mm -hmm. So you pay and you get back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's just like an artificial charge. Yeah. You pay it in this month, you get it back next month. Yeah, because they, 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 again, it's the movement of money. Right. So, so you touched on something that I wanted to touch on there um, with GST specifically because we often forget that there are goods. There's this basket of goods that yeah. was attracting the IGT 9% that no longer will. So you can't expect that everything that you see is just going to be up by 4%, which it should be because 9 it was 9% before. It's at 13. Now, the P may give us some nuggets because I did not recognize or realize or remember uh, whatever other <laughs> R one we use that it was going to be 17.5%. Right. And we got it down to 13%. So, there's going to be some goods that won't attract GST, so they should get a better price. A better price. And then, I know there's a call over and over um, and we will have uh, the Honorable Minister of Economic Development, yes. uh, Mr. Kyle Hodge, at some point to talk about the legislation, the consumer protection legislation. Yeah. I don't want to yes. misquote it. If it is <laughs> consumer protection, what do we uh, call it? Uh, price control. Price it's, control. It's, it's, it's going to be, a, a, you know, I look forward to having him. Yeah, he can tell us exactly. Exactly what that is. We would need to know about that because that's something that people are, are crying out for as well. But inflation, we're still here. You're saying, and I agree, everybody agrees, we know it's something that we can't necessarily control, um, but we have to respond to it. But besides that, the government has passed on some cost savings benefits to the people. Okay. okay. We will see the reduction in, in floral costs. We're removing the tax, the government tax from the floral costs. Okay. And they also select basket of items again that will be exempted from duties for a period of six months. Okay. So these things are going in place. I think it should be in place on the 19th, but it should be around this time it's going in place. Okay, that's good. And so we should start like, to see something. Right. See so something, just like Tartola issue and yes. Barbados issue, the government of Angola have also followed suit and did something also. Okay. And I think that's, that is something that the people deserve to know because one of the things that person says is that, yes, we agree, inflation is controlled outside of here. We have no control, but what will the government of Angola do yes. to provide that sort yeah. of buffer to us. So if you're saying that we can expect with the removal of taxes on fuel, or baskets items, um, food basket items, you're going to see the removal of duties, we should start to see some movement oh, in a downward um, motion yes. in terms of prices on some of those essential items. Okay. And, that's, and that is really good because that is what the people are crying out and, you know, at this time, a lot of persons are saying their dollar isn't dollaring. <laughs> you know, as, as, as much as... I have heard that one. That's good. Yeah, their, their dollar, the dollar isn't dollaring as much as, much as it yeah, used to. Be careful, you know. He's, he's, a, he's a writer that you might hear. Your dollar isn't dollaring. That's right. good. I like that. Yeah, so 
we you you spoke earlier about you know you you're needed and your expertise is used across the um the government services as requested by different ministers we would have seen a number of capital projects coming out of the ministry of infrastructure, infrastructure um most notably i should say um, you have, for example, the Carteret Boulevard, the People's Market, the Airport Road, the new road up at the Albina Lake Hodge Comprehensive School new site. Mm-hmm. Um, can Blum you point very dominant. the Blount Point? There we go. The Blount Point Bridge would not allow us to right. So can can you just get into a little bit of where some of that funding has been coming from? You know how is it. How is it that we're able to access the funding to complete these projects? Okay, so let, let me start with um, the Blockbuster Ferry Terminal mm-hmm. and the, the road for the Albina Lake Hatch Conference and New School. Okay. okay. Those are all part of the um, 60 million holiday project that we have. Okay. So the funding for those projects came from that. Okay. So this would that the economic resilience fund? No, no. So this, no? This, this would have been back post armor. Correct. Those funds. Those okay. Funds. The funds that build the schools, the clinics, and all that. Okay. Okay. That's part of it. Okay. The Blumpen people are also part of it. Okay. Okay. The Cartery Boulevard, the airport road, those are funded from the British. Okay. 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 The people market, if you go back and remember, we had contributed material. Right. Contributed labor. Right. And then government would have come in at the end and put in right. some more funds. So and we had this distribution currency. Uh-huh. So we got to thank them for the work yeah. they've done. Okay. They come and they did some work. Right. And also some funding from government, and yeah. we get a project up and done. So we're looking at a collaborative effort. Collaborative effort. You're looking at um, associations from within the region, the region but, correct. correct. Um, currently living in Anguilla. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the government of Anguilla. You're looking at financial aid from and, and the don't, British. And don't forget, Mr. Wilmot Richardson. He, he contributed the paint. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. Malihana has adopted it yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. So they're going to finish up that work. I know yeah. the Minister Hodge, again, was yeah. talking about doing the flow and other things. Awesome. Yeah, it's a very good project to see the yeah. market light up at night, late at night. Yes. You go there, you chill, you chill. Yeah. I look forward to that conversation. It becomes a meeting place yeah. for some people. Apparently right. it has. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and the Cotteray Boulevard, it's now open. Yes. And I know we've uh, I've seen the clips and, you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of the flora um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. has been donated yes. um, by a number of persons okay. um, and entities. So we, I'm, I'm sure you'd like to thank those persons who have contributed to the overall um, aesthetics yeah. of of that area as well. Well, it's, it's still under, under construction for some most places we have. So security is left for finished. Yeah, and then the bank has to finish it. Yeah. So I guess on that time, it's, it's, it's yeah. Julian or David yeah. I don't want to call names that I miss someone. They, that's fair yeah. enough. But that's fair that's enough. Fair but enough. I, was, I, in, in I wasn't going to take that on either. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, certain, I'm certain we'll have yeah. the minister oh, on yeah, here. Yeah, oh, yeah, he will have And he will be willing to. Right, so as we kind of wind down and wrap up, what can we expect from the Ministry of Finance for the remainder of the second quarter and just going forward? Is there anything that we can look forward to that we haven't touched on as yet? Well, I spoke about the reduced costs in, in, in full stuff going forward. So basically, that went to executive council already. It was mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. but moved through. Um, one of the other things that you can look for is projects to come. Quite a bit in the pipeline. Can yeah. can, can you can you whisper I, a few all way? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to whisper to the other side of the room. 
<laughs> but yeah, there are a few many, many projects to come come through, and, and once they come through, it, it's be real good for Anguilla. You know, one of the things though that the, the resilient fund is doing for us is um, uh -huh. the construction of the airport terminal. Okay. And that's a needed, needed, needed facility. All right, all right. At some point. The Blum Point terminal makes it public airport look like. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we can we can we can look forward to having a terminal that's you know the gem of the Caribbean. I know I know Princess Julia. It's built for purpose. It's built for purpose. Okay, uh -huh. okay. Yeah. But but now that you mentioned you mentioned um, those projects that come on stream, there's something that is mentioned, but I don't think it gets enough credit. Every project that comes here has yes. a social component yes. attached, attached to it right now. Yeah. I mean, we see and we probably overlook it with the Anguilla, the American University Anguilla. Right. Mm -hmm. We saw they donated laptops, um, tablets, and computers to the public library. Um, I think there's there's a, a a community center. Did they do the community center? In I'm not too sure who did that one. I'm not too sure who did okay. their. I, I can't remember the name right now. Okay. But uh, that's very important. Yeah. That's very important. And then Aro came in also, and, uh -huh. and they did, you know, the laptops. Should be coming soon, laptops also. Uh-huh. Um, Anthony, whatever money Anthony raised for purchase laptops, they match. Oh, wow, okay. nice. Nice. You know, nice. so. And this is this is how the country is and, built. And then also yeah. the key thing in, in, in the contract, in the MOU was signing, was that MRI machine. Right. So okay. we should be receiving that probably within the next three months. Okay. That's, that's, that's great. Excellent. And is that is that a is that a policy coming out? That's of a policy coming out of this administration. And going forward, any investor coming to the country to invest will have to donate to a social problem. project. That is that is excellent. For, can for, you think of some that yeah. so we can put it out there from now that needs to be funded? I mean, yeah, we have the know, ministerial we, assistant here. He's the, we, the man that we that have them here, and I I know all. It would be remiss of me to sit here and not say that there are a number of youth initiatives uh -huh. that is always looking forward to receiving some sort of funding to help to bolster their correct. budgets and so that they can reach out and continue the work that is being done. And you know, there must be more youth engagement and we're gonna we're gonna definitely get into yes, that Ivan as we, we go will. through we with will. this show. We but yeah. as as long as there's funding that's going into the communities. That is that is definitely important, and so having having that policy be part of it. Yeah, if you're saying that we can ex expect a number of projects coming on board, we can then expect some yep. community um, yep. engagement. Yes, I think that, that I think that makes a lot of people happy, and I think that's actually a good point to put right there. I don't know if you have anything else to say. I'll tell you one of the things about progress report is that we are trying to keep it. Just an update and conversations about <laughs> what's happening in government, what's happening on the street, so people can have it unfiltered, listen to it, unbridled conversation, and that's what we had here today. So we try not to go over 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think we're a little bit yeah, about it. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you. I mean, there's so much more I could say, but I'll say it for the next time around. Yes, yes. because you you will. That's we didn't even have to ask if he's coming back. So the next time around. So again, I even and gentlemen, but let's say thank you very much for having me on Progress Report. Thank you very thank much you for, for accepting. Thank, thank, thank you for so being much. here. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that has been Progress Report, and we'll see you next time. All right.